0: In the name of Christ Jesus, who indeed is our Epiphany King, our babe born in Bethlehem, and also the one who was baptized so that he might open heaven for himself to be glorified and for you, and I to have the gift of holy baptism. There's the fountain over there. Here it is. (laughs) I knew you had one. So I'm going to read this in connection with what we have already heard from the gospel lesson and others. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he stepped out of the water and now heaven was opened. He saw God's Spirit coming down on him as a dove and a voice from heaven said, This is my Son whom I love. And delight in. Wow. Well, I I guess by this time that uh, lots of folks have uh, done something with their Christmas trees and they are either put away or they are toast, so to speak. They are maybe waiting on the street side for someone to maybe grind them up and that sort of thing. And a lot of other things have kind of wound down. Christmas. That was back on the 24th and 25th, wasn't it? And so, for some people, that was and is it. It won't appear again, for we have to get through all the spring and summer and fall and all of that. And we have to wait until next year. So that's why a lot of things are tucked away that remind us of the babe and the star, and the wise men. So, in a lot of places, you can forget the Christmas carols being sung too much. Don't count on the WSIN or any local stations like that. Uh, not, not for a long time. Because it's over. It's gone. But, I thought Christmas was a season that it we started leading up to it for at least 3 or 4 weeks with something called advent and then we have 12 days of christmas we just we know january 6th the great epiphany epiphany is when more christians celebrated christmas than back on what we call christmas eve and day on the 24th and 25th it was January 6th, when most Christians in Europe and so forth, back in Luther's time, celebrated Christmas. And the Epiphany season is not just a whip of two days, the 24th and the 25th, or just the 6th of January. Epiphany is weeks longer, more than 12 days. Five or six weeks, depending on... The liturgics. And yet we we have kind of brought upon us readings quickly at this time of the church year about Jesus being at the start of his ministry. I just read that to you here, and that he's an adult quickly. He's thirty years old and he's beginning his earthly ministry. He's there with John the baptizer in the jordan river and uh, but we don't have much information what happened with jesus after the wise men left jesus and the family of course went to egypt Spent a good time there. That's where Jesus probably went to a Lutheran school. Well, he certainly he certainly did get a Christian education because that was the second highest collection of Jewish people in the world was in Alexandria, Egypt. There was no accident as to why God said, you go there. Jesus will be raised in a rabbinical school, going to Christian school every day. But all that is quickly over, and Herod dies, and we get back to Nazareth, and well, Joseph and Jesus got the carpenter shop going. We don't know what Jesus was really like at three, four, five, six years old, a teenager. um, When he was a millennial, when he was in his 20s, what he looked like, what he did. Who some of his friends were, and Did he go to school then? I'm sure he did too. But we don't have much here in the Bible of Jesus' life from Epiphany into his baptism, except for there was that one incident. Remember when he was 12? He was right here. Well, not in this sanctuary, but in the church, and he was already doing some teaching at that point. So Jesus... The Savior, just like the shepherd said, for unto you is born this day in the city of David. The Savior is right over the hill there. I've been in Bethlehem and I walked that distance. It takes about 20 minutes, maybe a little bit longer. Very hilly. For unto you is born this day in that city, the city of David. Not a Savior. That's not a very good translation. The, there's only one, the Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And then we find Jesus quickly in water. He's standing in it. And he dramatically opens heaven for his sake. Because God the Father is going to say something to him. The Holy Spirit's going to come upon him, who has been with him from eternity with the Father and the Son, and the Holy Spirit and the Triune God. Jesus existed, of course, before he was ever born unlike you and me, although God knew you and me before we were born, according to Paul in Romans, that he chose us before we were ever conceived. So here is Jesus now. He's in the Jordan, having heaven opened for his sake to begin his ministry and for our sake. You visualize that many times in your mind whether you've been in Sunday School or Catechism or an adult in Bible class and so forth. You and I know that Jesus wasn't meant to stay in a manger and I don't see a manger around here in Nativity. Maybe you had one in your nave, I mean, and a Christmas tree and that sort of thing. But that's okay. Jesus wasn't meant to stay in a manger. Jesus wasn't meant to stay in the house where the wise men came and entered into the house. Oika, it says in the Greek. They weren't there with the shepherds. It came quite a bit later, maybe a year or two later, because it says then they saw the child, brefe, in the Greek, which means that he was already walking. They presented gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh that some recent research has indicated that could have been no small tokens, but maybe up to a million dollars' worth. A million dollars' worth. But the Holy Family would need money to live on for years in Egypt. So Jesus wasn't meant to stay in the manger. You weren't meant to stay in the bassinet. And so Jesus moves on as to where we find him here in the water to his earthly ministry so that he can open heaven, not just for himself, but for you and for me. To give us everything that comes from heaven and comes from the Father and the Holy Spirit and Jesus. What do they have to give to us? the earthly ministry of Jesus. Jesus would walk and talk on this earth for 33 years. And he would wrap up everything that can be found in heaven in the water of holy baptism that is given to you and me. What's that? Life. Eternal Life eternal, age less. no time. Isn't that what it's all about? The last hymn in the old hymnal that some of us remember, the TLH, the last hymn in the hymnal, 660, says, I'm, I'm just, or I'm but a stranger here. I'm not sticking around here. Heaven is my home. I'll change my address from 2238 2238 Brookside Drive to heaven. Well, we see heaven opened that day as Jesus is baptized. But I thought baptism was for people who were sinners. Jesus never sinned. Even when he was two or three years old, if he fell and got a cut, or he banged his knee, or he hurt his shoulder or something working with Joseph in the carpenter shop and so forth. No. Jesus is the only person who was ever baptized who had never sinned. Never has, never will. But he came into the water so that he could begin his earthly ministry that would lead eventually to something shaped like that. He was headed on a road that would take him to Jerusalem and many other towns, but ultimately the father would see the sacrifice of his son that he loved so dearly and delighted in, crucified, but also risen from the dead. So as Jesus stands there in the water, THE HOLY SPIRIT COMES DOWN UPON HIM, IT SAYS, AS A DOVE. AND HEAVEN WAS open BECAUSE THE AUTHORITY AND THE BLESSING OF THE HOLY TRINITY WAS BEING JUST SHOWERED, GUSHED DOWN ON JESUS. DID YOU HEAR THAT? AND A VOICE FROM HEAVEN SAID, THIS IS MY SON whom I love and delight in. No mistake about it, folks, there's only one Savior, Yeshua, Jesus, the Good Shepherd. Make no mistake about it, he's the one the shepherds went and told about. He's the one that the wise men, they had to take another road to get home because of Herod's antics and so forth, wanting to snuff out the king of kings, but it could not be done. They're the ones who worshipped him with extraordinary gifts. But Jesus' road that he was getting on was going to lead to a life of a three-year ministry. I'm humbled by that when some of us Pastors today have been in the ministry a lot longer than three years. But then death and resurrection. That's how. And that's why, and that's how he could get from heaven down to us, life eternal. Heaven was opened that day at Jesus' baptism because this was the exact timing of God. God never guesses about something, oh, maybe I'll do this now or something. All of heaven is opened up at Jesus' baptism for him and for us. He was stepping on that path where he would live the kind of life that we pretend sometimes that we live, but he always lives. He never said, a. word. He never thought a bad thought. Jesus would go and preach circles around any of us today. He would heal the sick, raise up dead people back to life. He could stand before a crowd of thousands and turn a handful of fish and bread for enough for 4,000 another time at 5,000. And Jesus was doing all of this, and yet he was still comforting and hurting souls, troubled and needing his mercy. You know what a troubled soul is? We all come in here with two parts to us, a body and a soul. We're not trichotomous, we're dichotomous, body and soul. Soul and spirit are the same. But our soul, our prefe, when God breathed into Adam, and Adam was no longer just a material thing, a physical thing, but he became a soul. That soul is what you and I get a glimpse of when we look into the eyes of each other, the inner person. Well, that can get burdened, our soul, with heavy loads in life and with guilt, and it needs... Cleansing. It needs strengthening. Remember Matthew? Crooked guy. Matthew, come. Follow me. Adulterous woman, where are your accusers now, ma'am? I see none, Lord. Your sins are forgiven. prodigal son. Here he comes. I can see him coming down the lane. That's my son. Kill the fatted calf. Let's party. Idolaters, false witnesses, those who hated others, those who harmed others, their souls would ache too. People who had gossiped and talked about people behind their back. Church people never do that though. Are they people's lives hurt by words as well as deeds all kinds of things that can infect the soul and do infect the soul impure and idolatrous things that yes have dirtied up our hearts and souls too what does God's word say There's not a just man or woman upon the earth that does not sin. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And that wreaks havoc with our soul. That's why you can't sleep sometimes at night. That's why you lose your attention sometimes in the job. That's, some, that's why we sometimes think and say things we regret later. Not some of us. Not just adults. Not just teenagers. Little people, too. Jesus opened heaven for us, then, and our souls. Fallen men and women and children, too. And the father then said, this is the one who's going to do this for your heart and your soul, my son whom I love and I delight in. Because he was ready, and it was time, and he stepped out into the Jordan River. And he went the way that we couldn't go, but that we were supposed to go. And that we didn't go, but that he did go. And he gave us a washing of water and the spirit that day that we can never thank him enough for called holy baptism where he made us his sons and his daughters too. Not because we had that coming. Not because we had straightened up and decided to fly straight. Not because we had made a decision for him. Jesus says you didn't choose me. John 15, 16, You did not choose me, I chose you. One is works, one is grace. And He is the Son that the Father was delighted in and He came from the Father and the Holy Spirit and He opened heaven's door for Him and His ministry and for you and for me. And you probably don't remember, I don't, because I was only eight or ten days old when the waters rolled over my head in the, by Pastor Clyden in Mishawak, Indiana, at St. Peter's Lutheran Church, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. And I cannot remember a day since then that I have not known Jesus Christ. Sometimes people ask me, when did, when did you choose Christ? I, I, I didn't, he chose me. I can't remember a day when I didn't know him. This afternoon, I'm going to see my granddaughter. She's going to be 10. I baptized her over First Emmanuel, Cedarburg, in the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Morgan, just like you, belongs to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, because you've been, your soul has been reversed, and now it's in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. The Father loves and delights in Jesus, and he loves and delights in you, too, because you are his. You are his. Thank you, Jesus. Amen the peace of god which